speaking of Patrick Morgan, who's not on the show right now, but oh, he, Patrick Morgan, we love he, you. he, to- he likes, he told us he likes to eat night cheese. Yes. <laughs> night cheese. <laughs> Last night I had some night cheese. I just went and got a bag of it out of my fridge and I polished that bubby, like baby off. Just like shreds. Just like, of course it's shredded. Shredded cheese Mexican is- cheese just straight into You know, the mouth. sometimes when I walk past the fridge, I'll pop in and just like grab a little bit of shredded parm and drop it in my mouth. You've got to, you know, <laughs> like if you've got it in there, you need to just like get a little refill. taste. And I almost thought about getting rid of my night cheese because I really would like to fit into that bodysuit. But then I was like, I've had three um, kids. Who am I kidding? Get you a know, body this shit is never going to get lefted yeah. again. Get a bodysuit right. to fit you, girl. Yeah. Okay. You look right, great. Yeah. Find find a good designer. Get a bodysuit to fit Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Sarah. Sarah is with me today on the podcast for this lady bit. Sarah, welcome. Hello. Good to have you here. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that you're I here. I missed the episode uh, we missed you yeah um sarah had some very important top secret uh espionage work yes it was very secret <laughs> actually I, I just need need needed to get gla- glasses and now i have them so now i can see when i drive yes yes um there was an emergency <laughs> um optical situation yes um and uh, now everything's now sarah's got some really bitchin glasses bitchin um, so on today's Lady Bits, um, we are, of course, we're still talking about Dirty Dancing. Yes. Um, and uh, on today's episode, uh, the theme is kind of like uh, mentors and teachers and is Johnny a good teacher and uh, is his teaching method effective or is he just an asshole? Mm. Um, so, uh, Sarah, do you think, what do you think? What are you, where do you weigh in here? Do you think Johnny is a good teacher when he's teaching her the, well, the steps? I think that he knows his stuff. I think that... I, I got a bad vibe from him. Like, not like he was a bad person, but just I wouldn't want to dance with him because like, like not just, even dance with him. No, I didn't yeah. want to dance with him because he had a, he had a tood. He had, it was the he tood. Had a tood. So he the had a rough tood, the, his, his level of attractiveness, not a factor, not a factor because the tood, he just seems so gruff and like he was gruff quick for sure. to anger. And, um, I just didn't, appreciate it you weren't having it no um so you danced as well i did i used to dance yeah so um what kind of teacher works for you like on the pot well you'll see when listeners when you get there you'll 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 find out that um i i have a very specific type of teacher that i like and hillary and uh uh, uh, christy had a a very specific type of teacher that they liked what kind of what kind of teacher works for you do you need the tough love do you need to have your ego stroked a little bit Where, where do you fall there I I didn't do like serious hardcore like ballet jazz type stuff. I was like in musicals and I was in color guard and I really didn't need that much attention. I just kind of like watched the teacher and just did what she he or she did. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I didn't need any. I didn't have any one 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 on one time actually come to th- think of it. I just was always in groups. So no, you know, no slightly sweaty, no tight pant, older guy who uh, <laughs> no, needed you to jump in and, and dance, no, come a, to think a of dance, it, there dance were, the mambo and wanted to stroke your armpit. 
lovingly. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I mean, I love dance, but I might have like really been obsessed with it if I had had a really you think really hot dance teacher. <laughs> so things could have been different for you. Instead of critical crop top, um, you could be. I would be a professional. Dancer. You could be a professional dancer for sure. If, yes. if there had been a Johnny Castle in your life, if only there had been. Okay, so that's what. Uh, so that's that's Sarah's corner. Sarah's corner for this week. So let's get into today's Lady Bits on Dirty Dancing. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. All right. So let's um, let's talk about the Bechtel test. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't know what the Bechtel test is, um, the Bechtel test, three criteria for determining well-developed female characters in film one do are, are there is there more than one woman in this movie oh, are there two. yeah there are, are. there mm-hmm. There's one so we've got one baby one. we've got lisa we've got penny um a sort of a subset of that is do the characters have names obviously they do <laughs> they do um you'd be surprised how many films don't pass this test yeah on the first shocking. one wow. um shocking number That's two sad. do those two women talk to each other yes yes they do they do. Do they talk to each other about something other than a man? Oh, yeah, that's the tough one. They yeah. do. They, they do. do. They, they do. do. Thank God. Um, there's a number of instances where this happens. Um, they actually mostly talk to each other about a man mm-hmm. most of the time. Most but there the are time. some scenes where Penny and uh, Baby talk about uh, dance. There's yeah. specifically the wig scene mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Um, Baby is asking Penny about her history with dance and Penny's telling her a little bit about her past. Yeah, I was kicked out when I was, you know, a young kid and I got into dance. And then so there's like a conversation that goes back and forth there. So it does pass the Bechdel test. Yay! 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 Yes! That's um, a good one. So Thank how you. do we feel about Johnny as a teacher? Mm-hmm. Is he a good teacher? He yells a lot. He does yell a lot. Is this what it's like when you're trying to learn a dance? Do people yell at you like this? Um, well, it's funny because growing up, you know, in acting school and things like that, um, when I was younger, and I think even still to this day, I gravitate towards teachers that are very hard. Like people, okay. I, I gravitate towards that. I don't know if it's something, I, it's probably some psychological thing mm-hmm. within me where wow. it's like I... Uh, I think I always like to feel like I'm aspiring towards something. Okay. So if I'm given really strict guidelines or like really strict tone, then I'm like, I am motivated to like do it right or like get the approval or to do this, you know? Um, I am in a more uh, encouraging, inclusive environment. So I don't get that in my dance life. Um, So I wind up being that voice myself. Oh, (laughs) damn. It's not good. I know. Sometimes I am, but I've Man, gotten a lot better about it. I am the I am the opposite. Like yeah. if somebody is if jo- if Johnny is yelling in my face, I'm like, oh no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like I am motivated by somebody like kind of kissing my ass a little bit. Like yeah. I need somebody to like be like, your potential is there, and you just need to unlock it. Like if you start yeah. yelling at me, I'm gonna be like, no, I don't think so. Fuck yeah, you. I think I need a person to be mean to me, but I don't need a man to be mean to yeah. me. Yeah. And I think it's because my first acting teacher was a woman who was very hard on us, and it was like if you missed a beat in something or you were like late coming on stage she just immediately started screaming from the audience to like oh start gosh. the scene over you know and it was just like it was one of those no. things mm-hmm. like don't know where it was just like you had to deal with it and i learned very early on but like nowadays like when a man screams at me 
Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not even no. if he no. has a nice pelvis. Well, I feel no, you like, can have the no, nicest no. pelvis and mullet in the world, and, <laughs> and I and will not. Super ripped abs yeah. and beautiful pecs. Stop it! Now you're just <laughs> take a moment taking away the anger and I, like I replacing it with sexual attraction. Yeah. Like, well, I think context is important too because clearly he's not yelling at these, you know, uh, bungalow Bettys when he's teaching them. No. That's a whole different type of dance lesson yeah, yeah. meant to serve a social purpose but with um baby i don't know if part of it is that he's just he feels the pressure of the time crunch and he's got to do this full-on makeover or he's he's just kind of a dick or yeah or if yeah i mean he yells a lot yeah i think he has rage issues (laughs) like and we'll get to like evidence of that shortly but like i think he has rage issues you know and it's i don't know he's from the wrong side of the tracks i don't know what some sort of stereotypical reason notice the yelling you guys like i didn't notice yelling yelling at her the entire time i was just like damn well it's hard not to be distracted but i think i was just distracted by the d this whole movie like i find nothing wrong with it the dick (laughs) but also Um, the penis I was distracted by it this whole but time. But one thing that I kind of noticed in the in the montage and in him teaching her, yeah, he is a he is a dick at um, various points in the montage, especially the beginning. Um, he uh, one thing I thought about is like he could have just taught her the routine. He could have just taught her the steps and been like, "This is what it is." Well, he could have just on taught her the steps without like sensually touching her armpit for one thing. Well, like, was <laughs> so that this necessary? is what I'm getting into is that because this is kind of part of her and I think his journey is that he's um, really trying to make sure she gets the the soul of the dance, the soul yeah, of the music, and the um, and to. Uh, establish that connection with her as a as a potential partner um in this context as a dance partner but later i think it proves otherwise but um that was something that i kind of thought was you know that i noticed he's passionate yeah can't help it to me in this moment it felt like it was purely like dance and it was just sort of one of those things like hey we're gonna be touching each other's bodies we need to be comfortable with this like this is what's like we're dancing this is a job and like that kind of thing you know like that's how i felt in this moment was not like i don't i didn't feel like i was taking advantage of her i I need someone to cradle my fragile ego And this would just not do it for me. Well, I understand okay, here's that. Here's the other thing too that I forgot about is that <laughs> so in that first, I'm just being real with you guys. Um, okay, I know myself. <laughs> hey, I do not respond well to yelling. Yes. So I think it's kind of like watching her transformation um, on the outside, and then how it affects her on the inside. Um, I have a question for you as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, when people practice dance, mm-hmm. are they always shirtless like this? Um, no. <laughs> it's like there's an awful lot of shirtless people there, there, dancing yeah, in this movie. Yeah, there was a few times where Patrick Swayze would like come out, you know, somewhere with his shirt off and I'm like, is this is this necessary? I don't know. I mean, like, it's necessary, but is it like something that happens in real life? I don't know. Uh, not not often, not, not I mean, so much. Not from but again, my experience is starting dance very late as an adult. Yeah. So, um the environment I'm in has a wide range of experience mm-hmm. levels. And so um, I think on a professional level, you would maybe see a bit more of that because you want to see your body and like lines that you're making and forms that you're making. Well, I will say this. Uh When I did musical theater in high school at the community theater, the dancers would frequently talk to me just fully nude. Oh, yeah. 
And it was very uncomfortable. I was like, I don't know where to look right now Mm -hmm. while you're having this conversation with me because you're not even wearing underpants. Yeah. That happened to me at yoga the other day. What? (laughs) At hot yoga? Yeah, at hot yoga. Wait, nude? Hot yoga. Not nude in the room, but like in the locker room afterwards, like my sister and I were like getting dressed in the corner all awkwardly because we were like, it's been a long time since I've been naked in front of another person, let alone my sister. Like it's been since we were like six and in the tub together. So it was just like, and then like all of a sudden this girl was just like, oh, so was it your first class? And was just like standing there like completely topless in just underwear. And we were like, yeah, it was, it was, it was really great. <laughs> I mean, look, did not know what to do. There. I don't have anything against nipples. It's not like I'm bothered by them, but no. Like, but it's been a long time since I've been just around. not accustomed to people <sighs> talking to yeah. me while their nipples yeah. are out. Full I'm, on a, nude. I'm yeah, a it happens a lot. It yeah. happens a lot. Like go to okay. take class in New York, and there's na- naked women everywhere. Like I it's mean, just. I feel like I yeah. would not. There, there are situations where to... I'm prepared for it. You know, like I'm prepared like for nipples if club. I enter a life drawing class. Like okay. if I'm in a in a dressing room before a show prepared for some nipples i've probably seen you a bunch i know you enough <laughs> i don't to know that you we have don't, nipples. I, we don't have nipples backstage no generally but I feel like it's possible that we might have nipples backstage. yeah but no it's not like we're gonna have a conversation no but like i would probably try to engage you in conversation with my nipples out i've done it with people before <laughs> i'm just and saying I it hasn't it happened yet so i'm gonna i think you're lying stay to me. tuned um <laughs> Get ready, Nicole. I'm going to do the next half of this podcast. How much wine do we have left? <laughs> We've got a whole box, Christy. Oh, yes. Whole box. Get ready to yes. see my nips. Oh, man. Oh, man. But yes, dancers are very comfortable with their bodies. Okay. So <laughs> now at the tail end of Hungry Eyes. That felt like a weird choice. I guess because, again, I'm seeing it through the filter of like, oh, you know, um, it's about dance and not yeah, about, about her hungry dance. eyes. Yeah, it was a little, well, I, I guess maybe I took it, it from the perspective she, of his hungry eyes. I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. I don't think he did. I didn't think he had hungry eyes. Yeah. No. I think it was her hungry eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But we round out this montage with the, um, the, the finger grazing the armpit. Yes. Yes. Now, um, I discovered in the very small amount of research that I did for this episode that, um, there were some moments in the film that were not planned. Hmm. For example, like, so this scene where he's brushing his finger against her armpit. Yeah. Um, was literally <laughs> like so turned off by that. <laughs> it's cause it's side boob. You need to call it what it is. It's not side boob. I thought he was brushing was, her armpit it, and her yeah, armpit was like ticklish. Her arm- Okay, there was a little grazing <laughs> of the like side boob. But the point is, for the viewers, <laughs> for the there was the point the is <laughs> that that those those were real outtakes from the movie. Oh, like really? she kept laughing, and like so his 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 frustration is real. Okay, because the laughter oh, looked real to me. Yeah, and like I was like, wow, I was like, wow, she's got a cute laughing face for a fat a fake laughing. So face. next <laughs> next time, go back and really watch. Cute he's kind of a dick no yeah i saw yeah I, like, I did see the frustration on his face i was yeah. like yeah he, yeah it's I not acting <laughs> it did seem very in the moment so i was and yeah. in fact um jennifer hmm. gray and patrick swayze were in a film before this several years before this called red dawn uh-huh. which is some kind okay. of like teen apocalyptic movie that i have not seen anyway they were in this movie together and apparently uh they hated each other so much that he oh, had I to like this like they had really good chemistry i guess or maybe i don't even know if he had to do this before through the hatred apparently no he had i get he apparently he had to call her and like 
like convince her to be in the movie because she did not want to work with him again. Wow. Oh my God. And once they were on set, they were not getting along and the director showed them their screen test again and was like, look at all the chemistry you guys have without this, this movie is going to be terrible. And so they got their shit together and were able to work together after that, but they did not get along and were at, at the beginning of the shoot, like, not speaking to each other and stuff like that huh yeah, yeah man but they have hella chemistry yeah they do so yeah. i don't know if that hatred so was want- put to good use but yeah so i wonder what the dynamics of that was like i them arguing. i mean like this was the best porn i've ever seen so <laughs> right like i mean they must it have really done was something, right like it's not like that tumblr stuff it really is not it's <laughs> nothing like tumblr Dirty dancing, the best better. porn i've ever seen yeah. <laughs> better than tumblr and that is saying something oh my gosh anyway so um the montage kind of rounds out with him like yelling at her about something again and she like she like like blows up at him oh well i gotta speak about the build-up because oh, okay watching them dance in the montage you're also seeing their relationship build yeah and what leads up to that is that he's going through the dance with her and he says oh and then we do a lift i'll teach you that later mm-hmm. yada 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 and we finish and she finishes kind of awkwardly and it throws out his back and so he's like why is that his pro like why does that why does she why does that have to do with him like it didn't seem like she was touching him at all so i didn't quite i guess maybe he felt like i i don't know but maybe he felt like he was leaning on her too hard or he was again you know usually um dancers sometimes like to blame their partner okay. when really they should you know well, I, he has not, rage issues it's not <laughs> i know you have pers- you have so. you've definitely um, prescribed him as that but the reason i bring it up is because he neglects teaching her the lift and the lift is a symbol of trust in this film oh. and so she feels like she can't trust him because he hasn't fully laid out all the cards the lift is a huge okay. symbol okay and so or is that it he can't trust her either yeah there's it's both on both ends but that's mm. kind of what leads to this confrontation that makes right a lot okay of sense. well they're yelling at each he's she's yelling at him and she's like i'm bailing your ass out of this and you are mm-hmm. you are being a jerk about this yeah she calls yeah. him out and so he's like well let's hop in the car and go for a little joyride to the woods <laughs> Or he just says, let's get out of here. Yeah, well, that's the yeah, subtext. The way you said it, Nicole, was way creepier. Yeah, it was way creepier. I'm like, just I don't remember this pointing part. Out, he's like 30 and she's like 17. Yeah. Okay. So, he's not like um, 30. He's like 24. Mm, he gets younger every time you, you talk about him. Yes, by the end of the film, he's going to be five. He's trying gonna... to make it okay. Um, he was a 16-year-old being taken advantage of. So and this is when we see him like pull the the light post out of the ground and break the window because he can't get into his car and like okay look hey as teen many teen girls I'm not gonna say every teen girl because I'm not gonna generalize but I think a lot of women go through this thing where they're like oh this guy's exciting and he's kind of a loose cannon and whatever and obviously he's hot and he's got the the nice right amount of sweat and he's got beautiful <laughs> pecs and I get it. But like if I am about to get in the car with somebody and they bash their own window in, I'm going to be like, you know what, bro? I'm going to go play pinnacle. I'm out. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you crazy. Yeah. Like this is not <laughs> you crazy. Honey. I'm not into, I'm not into that. Yeah. yeah. I would not get in that car. No, no, I probably would. Okay. Let's be real. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> but we know, but we know baby is someone who is an endurer. Yeah. And she's someone who, but her dad is so stable. Like, why yeah. does she need this, like, f- 
I because mean, she wants to fix the world. She she wants to make a difference. In the oh world. my god, he's yeah. a fixer upper. Yeah, oh that's god. that's she's blinded by the D. Okay, well, <laughs> that's definitely I love, for I love sure. That we all have such varying perspectives. Um, on I'm this. just being honest. Like if I was gonna get in that car, that's why I'd be blinded by the D. <laughs> Nicole is I so just, exhausted by us. <laughs> She's just like, his pelvis isn't that good. It no, was good I mean, Hillary, a, it's a beautiful good. pelvis, but I mean, he broke a window no, like it's a creepy. Like, I'm not much. saying he's an ideal man. So, I, I, and this is coming from the girl who at the start said Patrick Swayze is not my type of guy. And this character is not my type of guy, but it's very human. Sure. Like a very But human. I feel like the normal response to that is, cue to awkward moment in the car where you yeah. start to wonder whether or not you should be in the car with this person yeah. and instead she's like you're what oh uh, yeah that, I, that was one of my least favorite moments. well look yeah. i mean i'm yeah. not saying it felt out of yeah. place in the movie i'm yeah. just saying like i would not be like it's so cool that you did that like that no. would not be you're my a res- problem solver I'm, i would be like <laughs> Maybe you're your own go-getter. You think outside the box. <laughs> Maybe you Spare need to. Key. Thanks for joining us for today's Lady Bits. Be sure to check out this month's guest, Christy Wozniak, in the film Uncommon Law. Uh, you can find that film on DVD. Uh, you can find it at their Facebook page. And Christy is going to be providing us a link, which you will be able to access on the Feminine Mistake Podcast Facebook page. What? There's a Facebook page? Yeah. So if you're not following us on Facebook, um, check out the Feminine Mistake Podcast on Facebook. So uh, look for that. There will be a link to uh, Christie's film Uncommon Law, as well as a GoFundMe uh, that she's going to be doing. Um, you may remember from the episode that Christie said that she had trained with the Radio City Rockettes. Um, so she's looking to go back up to New York, I think. I'm not exactly sure what the GoFundMe is for, but it is for her... Uh, rocket dreams so help christy make those rocket dreams come true she's so good she's so good you guys she's a great dancer um and um so check out her gofundme to uh get her up there get her on that rocket stage i don't know where the rockets perform is it on a stage radio city musical oh that that rings a bell Mm -hmm. you can tell that i'm cultured all right, so um, Sarah, you've got something you'd like to plug, right? Yes. What is that? Okay, so this month we premiered Dick Pick Professional, which I wrote and directed. Um, it is about a woman who is a professional dick pic photographer. It's so funny, you guys. It's She's very... And it's wild. It's very weird. To yes. quote um, Baby from Dirty <laughs> Dancing, it's wild. Yes, it's it's very. She's very avant garde. She takes herself very serious seriously, and so do her clients. Um, stars Hillary Heath, Robbie Glade, Andy Fleming, who was on the podcast, Brian Ashton mm-hmm. Smith, who was also on the podcast also last on year, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Pe- Pedro Ferreira, Weston Manders, and features Rodney Higgins and Vanessa Aranegui. And it is edited by Nicole. That's true. I did edit it. She yes. edited it up good. I edited it up good. <laughs> I did all that editing. Yes. Um, it's very funny. Go check it out. It's on Vimeo. Yes, please do it. Dick Pick Professional. Watch it with someone you love. But not your mom. But not your mom. <laughs> please don't watch it with your mom. <laughs> Unless you... Ha- no. No. <laughs> Just don't no. watch it with your mom. No. <laughs> 
I would also like to mention that uh, some of us are going to, uh, a lot of us are participating once again in the One Minute Play Festival um, at Actors Express. Um, again, this is not something that Critical Crop Top produces, but it's something that we love and we support, and many of us work on it uh, when it comes through town. Um, if you're not in Atlanta, look for a One Minute Play Fest near you because they actually tour the country. It's a fantastic uh, project. Um, uh, playwrights, directors, actors from all over the city of Atlanta coming together to write a series of one-minute plays. Um, uh, the theme this year is America is dot, dot, dot. So you fill in the blanks there. Or the playwrights, I guess, will be filling in the blanks. Yeah. So um, Sarah's written some material for the show. I've written material for the show. And there's a lot of other people who worked with us on Critical Crop Top who are also um, going to be contributing playwrights this year. Hillary is directing a clump. Um, I'm going to be acting in it uh, and a lot of other um, critical crop top faves yes. that you know and love. Um, so if you're in the Atlanta area, check it out. Uh, that's um, One Minute Play Fest. It's going to be at Actors Express April 9th and 10th. So go check it out. Uh, lastly, um, I would like to thank our fiscal sponsor, C4 Atlanta. Um, who, thanks to them, we are now able to accept uh, fully tax-deductible donations to um, Critical Crop Tops 2017 programming. And we're going to very shortly have some really exciting announcements about some upcoming projects that we're going to be doing. Um, please visit uh, our website, criticalcroptop.com. Uh, click the donate button, and there you can see how you can help us out. Um, we accept uh, monetary donations as well as in-kind donations. Um, we accept donations from in individuals, uh, from businesses. So if you're looking to partner with us as a business, um, please check it out, uh, and we'll get you some more information. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for your support. Thank you so much. You can subscribe to this podcast, Feminine Mistake Podcast, on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on SoundCloud. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, you can follow Critical Crop Top on... Uh, well, you can follow Critical Crop Top on Twitter. You can follow uh, Critical Crop Top on Instagram. Um, and, of course, Feminine Mistake Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Um, so uh, thank you for listening. Um, come back next week. We've got another episode for you about Dirty Dancing. And until then, you can send us your nervous breakdowns or correspondence to Feminine Mistake Podcast at gmail.com.